0: What's going on good people back at it once again this time impact wrestling rebellion the review uh which of course had the main you can see on your screen, kenny omega and rich swan title for title which i think had a really like big fight feel really big match uh feel you know i i, I think that that was an interesting part of that match by the way uh adam is in the in the chat currently um I I wanted to hear Adam and Casey's thoughts on uh, on this whole situation and what they saw with with the title for title. Um, So, Adam, if you're available, just put it in the chat if you are available or in our personal chat if you want to. Uh, I I would love to bring you and Casey in if y'all are free for at least for a second just to talk about that. Um, Because, you know, there's some things about Kenny Omega that I don't even know uh, that I have been a little bit unfamiliar with. Uh, and I just kind of learned today as I've been trying to trying to uh, credit him and back him, and maybe I can't credit him and back him as much as I want to. But nonetheless, let's jump into the review. Justin, overall thoughts on the show while we get that ironed out?
1: You know, I thought this was a really good show. Like, there was really nothing bad that happened on the show. I mean, there were a few matches where I thought that were kind of like there were some botches in the matches. But overall, the show was pretty good. And there wasn't, like, really anything, like, you know we always talk about you know with Impact when they do like a live show or whatever when they do, when they do something live it feels like they always have some type of technical difficulty and they didn't have that here like it felt pretty good i mean the audio sounded good the video quality was really good i mean all around this show was pr- pretty good and like this felt like high stakes you know this could change the game of re- this could change wrestling here you know this could change AEW and Impact wrestling so and it you know we saw a pretty cool debut on the show that w- that was awesome. So overall I thought the show was pretty good.
0: Um yeah, de- de- definitely um I I thought I thought the show w- was was pretty good. I don't think it was as good as the what was the show before this?
1: Uh, it was well. It's hardcore ju- sacrifice No, no it's hardcore justice no. and then
0: sacrifice. Not not hardcore justice. Sorry, Impact Wrestling fans. Not hardcore justice. Sacrifice. <laughs> um, because I didn't watch Hardcore Justice and didn't really care about Hardcore Justice. On that note, real quick. Um, one of the interesting things, and I did enjoy the show, that I like about Impact. That, on the other hand, since it's kind of an Impact AEW, they were kind of feuding for the title or whatever type deal. One thing about Impact there's not to me right now besides an entire show called hardcore justice but other than that to me there's no like area in the show where I'm like yeah I don't feel like watching that not in this show um and not in most uh, Impact shows especially when it comes to their pay-per-views or Impact Plus specials I feel like for the most part I mean and I'm like for the most part I cared about everything that was on this show um, if, and I don't know how they pull that off. Uh, whereas I think with, with AEW, I don't feel that, you know, I, I, I watch, I watch impact far more consistently than I'll ever watch AEW because there's parts of AEW that I just cannot, I just don't get invested in. And I've said it a lot of times, but that's not, an, and it is a, it's, it's an indictment on AEW, but it's like, cause to me, and like even just shifting a little bit to this title for title match real quick A lot of people are like, I can't believe Kenny won and, 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 you know, going to be a champion for that third rate company or that second rate or whatever, you know, that that dead company or whatever. But AEW, as great as the production looks a lot of the times, right, it looks like a big show and not the big show, but it looks like a big show. It looks like it. It feels like a, like it's worth a darn. Sometimes it feels like it's in this big arena, like it's this huge deal. But they have an issue with galvanizing me to the point where I'm interested in everything on the show. Because there's parts of AEW that I have that I have no clue about and I don't care about. But there's other parts where I'm really invested in for some reason. And I know for everybody that they have that certain show where they're interested in every single part. But for me. But for me, when I watch Impact, I'm interested in everything that they have on the card, whereas AEW doesn't do that for me. So when people try to bash Impact as this second rate company and and they should have been dead 25 years ago and this, that and the third, I don't care because at the end of the day. They get me interested in what, what's on my TV screen, and that's the most important thing. AEW does not do that.
1: You said 25 years ago? They've already been around 25 years I said, ago.
0: yes, because that's what they've been saying. Before Impact was even an idea, people were like, they're going out of business. It just frustrates me. This entire feud, that entire feud behind us frustrates me. That entire thing makes no sense. Makes no sense. Real quick, because uh, I know you guys, of course, didn't watch the show, but I wanted it because... I, I I watched the, the Kenny Omega little snippet interview that you guys put. Uh, put up uh, Casey and Adam joined us, by the way, in case you don't know what's going on. Um, they know a little bit more about this Kenny Omega disrespecting the business, not respecting the business type thing, more than I do. I had no idea. I think Casey's the one that knows the, the most about it. I had no idea. I was trying to stick up for this man. I was like, his promos suck. But sometimes when he talks, it's kind of good. And, and he's athletic, and he's got – But then, you know, if you don't know the fundamentals of the business or you don't care to learn or you don't care to incorporate them into what you do or you just want to have a spot fest, then it's not going to do you any good at the end of the day when there's no psychology, when there's no in-ring presence, when you don't know how to feed off the crowd, when you don't know how to talk to a point where you can feed off the crowd and move and shift to a live crowd. But maybe I'm wrong. Adam Casey, I,
2: I, fill, I was, fill, fill everybody I, in
0: because I'm sure there's other people like me that was completely oblivious to it.
2: Well, well, I would like to point out, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself over. I had heard about that clip months ago. I can't remember specifically when, but it was sometime last year. And Kenny Omega's biggest fan, Jim Cornette, brought this up, and he had he had talked about it and hearing them go through that little soliloquy that Kenny did whatever i'm like i, I don't believe it but it was one of those things i still couldn't wrap my head around like he didn't he didn't really say this did he like cuz that that's stupid maybe if you eventually got to that point whatever you know Kenny Tyson Smith you know here i'll, I'll really expose his business Whatever whatever his viewpoint on wrestling is prior to that, it's, hey, hats off to you. But when I finally saw the clip, this was a couple of weeks ago, I finally saw that clip. I had shared that to the group, which is why when you said, I had never seen this, I'm like, I know. I know I shared that to the room, da 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 da, da. But but I'm looking at it as like, they had to have seen it. My God, it's the most ridiculous thing you could possibly what? hear.
0: What's the context of it though? Because, because I even, I, this is me being, being the fan that I am and being like, you know what? He's a heel wrestler. He was being in kayfabe. He respects the business. Th- that's what, you know, this is him being disrespectful, but keeping kayfabe, right? That's what I was thinking. That was where, where my mind was going. Th- and was, I was like, maybe, maybe that's yeah, what it was.
2: Yeah. This was a, this was a, a, a seminar in a seminar type setting where he was talking to students. This is a school, a wrestling school. And he said this to a room of potential up and comers and basically said, basic pro wrestling training doesn't really matter. Like what is chain wrestling? What is psychology? The basics of professional wrestling.
0: Yeah. How? How?
2: Yeah. How?
0: If you don't, if you don't know how to uh, how to hit the gap as a running back, which is a fundamental, you're Trent Richardson. You ought to believe.
2: Thank you. And I know all about Trent Richardson. You a hole?
0: Sorry, <laughs> no. that's the first one that came to mind. <laughs> no,
2: but no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Accurate. So now. I I believe, this is what I firmly believe when it comes to Kenny Omega. When he finally got his big push, he became the leader of the Bullet Club when when it it was still a a New Japan thing. Dave Meltzer anointed him, really anointed him as the guy. And, And his viewers kind of, you know, follow that suit. He really championed for him, and that's fine. Now, the stuff with the him him wrestling the doll and a nine year old it's 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 ludicrous. It's stupid. It's insane. But when I physically started watching him in New Japan, it was against Ishi, and then the matches subsequent after that. So I I could let that silliness go. I'm like, okay, but he's not doing it now, so I can at least say like okay he's now being taken seriously but once more and more of his personal feelings started to come out and particularly how you watch his matches it's it it was very it was very apparent so for him for him to do that i think is the complete indictment on the business because you are telling people who were let's say, let's board in the early 2000s. They think that this type of style is how it always is or how it always should have been. Yes, the things have to evolve in terms of the style. You know, there is a lot of flip-flop and the grind, but, it, you know, it's cool. Psychology, yes, I guess is kind of different, but the basis of it, the, the basics of wrestling psychology has never changed. You You are trying to make every every person that has purchased a ticket or has purchased a pay-per-view, you are trying to make it believe that I am trying to beat this guy up to win this match, to win this title, etc.
0: You know what got me though, Adam? Um, but and I know I'm sure Casey has has plenty to say on on the point as well, but what got me uh in terms of like the in-ring psychology, because people People were trying to say, you know, trying to put it on Rich, and you know, it was all it was all Rich, you know. Rich, Rich can't hang with Kenny. Blah, blah blah. Like what got me was when they were trying to do the sunset flip. Uh, no, they they bomb. were
1: trying. No, they were trying to do a. It was a poison rana, and then I don't Rich, think it did, was
0: a. I don't think it was a poison rana because the way he twisted his body it looked like he was going sunset flip. Or
1: no, he was trying to do the um whole um, his finisher off the top rope the one-wing angel. And then, like, I don't like how he kind of, like, fell off and, like, he kind of sold it. Like, he should have went into a different move. You know what I mean? Like, like... And that's I what just, I was
0: about to say. Like, that. Yeah. that's where him not truly understanding what to do didn't uh, make sense because he didn't hit the move on you. Why are you selling as if he did? Sell, sell it as if... Oh, he – because, like, I'm fine with botching. I'm completely fine because this is a live freaking sport. You're going to mess up. But if you – don't like, you either go fix it or you adjust and you pivot. You call a new spot. Even, like, when they were at the other botch, when they were on the corner and he's sitting there trying to call his spot for three minutes. Bruh, call your spot. Don't make him come up to the top rope. He's not good. like. I'm going to quote Dusty
2: Rhodes. Don't do – bleep don't do bleep that you don't know how to do if you can't if especially if rich has never done that and i'm not saying rich is not capable of doing it rich is an incredible athlete kenny is an incredible athlete but that's my problem is that those type of spots have to be you know have to be hand carved into this perfect spot but then the believability aspect of it goes out the window because it was just stalling and stalling and stalling, and like Justin said, he set up for the one wing angel, whatever. Though it's taken forever to put him in position. I'm like, so how about this? How about don't do it?
1: Yeah, don't stick to it. what you stick to what you got. I I, I understand. Yeah. You know these guys never, haven't worked very much in the ring, but then don't don't go to the top rope. But don't do what you're mean, I mean. I'm, well, but if your okay. Dave
2: Meltzer, it was a it was a fantastic <laughs> match, just a shy of 23 minutes. Oh, it was a 10 star oh. match. No, how about this? How about this? This this show was a thumbs up just for the main event. You can't no it could be an okay show with a solid main event. You can't be like the rest of the match was 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 doo doo. And then all of a sudden, wow! It's a you know you eight million thumbs up because of the main event. Because again, you're exposing yourself when it's to the guy that you have anointed since whenever it was 2013, 2014.
0: Well, and once again, and because I'm sure Casey may, is possibly chopping at the bit at this point because we keep uh, not letting him say anything and we keep bringing up points, but nonetheless, um. One of the things that got me, and I go back to that Riddle and Sheamus match. Was it that Mania? Is that Mania? That Riddle and Sheamus match, where Sheamus was trying to set up the white noise from the top turnbuckle, and he he slipped off the turnbuckle, and he shifted and did another move. That's how it's done. I don't I I don't care how how much we want to disagree that WWE is this that and the third. At least WWE guys know how to pivot, shift, and make something happen out of it. Go ahead, Casey.
3: No, I don't, I don't even want to now. Well, all right, I've moving been, on. I've oh. been interrupted so many times on this show. So This, right away, so this the show? You ain't said nothing.
2: This, no,
3: I hate being <laughs> on the account because I don't have access. I can't do shit.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. I don't, I don't like it. It's I can't do bleep. Come on, man.
3: Sorry, I can't do. Oh, wait, are we are we are we editing ourselves on here now? Are we are we
0: censoring up? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I. Got, I mean, I. got it's a TV deal, guys. Come on, I'm trying.
2: Why, I know that's why. That's why I censored myself. <laughs> but, uh, what after? last wait.
3: Don't we get like one bleep? Like, don't we get like one f bomb or something like that? Isn't that how it works?
2: Like Nick Foley. How it works.
3: I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. You get at least one F bomb <laughs> that they bleep out. Anyway, um, I you guys went through like seventeen points that I wanted to talk about, so now I have to go back and remember because you guys are a holes. That's right. I censored myself. <laughs> you're a holes. <laughs> um, first of all, with I I I know what you were talking about with like the the telegraphing the move and like you know it's the the old saying is i think it's a telephone telegraph tele wrestler which basically it's like you you're basically telling not only your opponent but the audience what exactly you're going to do and it's like just, at that point just don't do it just don't do it you know if it takes you that long to call a spot and you make it so obvious that you're calling the spot like we used to joke about it with with Cena, but like it's it's getting ridiculous. Like it's getting to the point where I can call these guys matches as they're doing them, like because they don't they don't do anything new. It's always up. Oh, got to get our shit in. Got to get this move in. Got to get got to get the one winged angel. We gotta gotta get this and gotta get that in. and it's like you don't have to get every single move in your repertoire in in every match. You. It's a weird concept, but you don't have to get your finisher in in every single match. In fact, it makes more sense when you don't. Um, but what really annoyed me—I don't like censoring myself. I wanna—I wanna say things that are because I'm angry. Um, <laughs> was what what Adam brought up? This was at what looked like a seminar a seminar like listen i've been i've been in locker rooms with names i'm not going to say who they are that you know weren't happy with pro wrestling anymore and we're basically saying like you know the business i that's fine but when you are specifically doing a seminar to teach young wrestlers you know things about the business that is not when you say this stuff, That is not like, and it's like, okay, I, I, I can understand if you're falling out of love with the business, you know, I, I get that, but don't, don't ruin it for other people. Don't try to sabotage people's careers by saying, Oh, what's, what's psychology? What's chain wrestling? What's this? What's that? It's the basics that you need for pro wrestling. No, I can, I can. uh, Again, bringing it back to football, it's like, oh, what's a snap? What's what's a pass? What's a touchdown? The basic things you need to play football. That's how it works. I, I don't know. I again you know like like Adam was saying i I used to love Kenny Omega I did ever since he's been in aew I I don't care anymore I really don't i I, I get it he has his he, you know I was I was talking to Adam about this before he has his cushy job with his friends where he'll basically get paid whatever he wants he could basically book himself he could do whatever he wants. He knows he's not going to get fired because it's his friends. It's like at that point, I just I don't care. I and that's partially why I don't watch AEW a lot in general is because I feel like a lot of them don't care as much as they used to because they they own they own the company. They can well, do what
0: they want. And to you Casey, hired. <laughs> and, and to Casey, like nobody wants to call them out on it, right? Because. Because here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. Everybody hates impact, and every positive thing, negative thing, in-between thing, it's negative, right? But when it comes to AEW, for a lot of people, it's just it's different. It's on TNT. It's great. I'm talking about Tony the Tiger style out here.
3: Well, and another, and another thing real quick, uh, Adam was talking about how, you know, one match doesn't make, you know, doesn't fix an entire show, you know, and make a show great, which is the exact opposite. And we, we've we been, ta- I'm going to bring this up anyway, because I am slightly obsessed with this movie now. It's not a problem. Don't worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> it's like Mortal Kombat fans, because of the funeral thing, saying the whole movie sucks. It's 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 the opposite, but it's it's still the same idea. One little thing does not make something great or make something suck. Yeah, you might not like it, and it might not. You know, one good match doesn't make a show amazing. As, as one bad match doesn't make a show the worst. You know, but it's like it, and and I've been I've been noticing that uh, that wrestling fans and and Mortal Kombat fans are very similar in that if something isn't booked or written the exact way that they want it, and it doesn't turn out the exact way that they want it, it sucks. Like WWE. Well, well, so-and-so didn't win the title, and, and they didn't look it this way, and they didn't have this guy return, and they didn't have do this or that or this or that, so it sucks. It's not your book. That's not – it's not your show. You're not the booker. You're not the promoter.
2: Shut up. <laughs> yeah no and that that was and that was the crux of that was the crux of of my thing was I had, I understood from the first time I see I understood the popularity of Kenny Omega. It was this over the topness. You know again cool moves and you know he's has the the long the long matches with Okada where he loses to Okada, has the draw and you know blah blah blah. He's in he is already in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, which, so be it, so be it, but what are we talking about? We're basing his entire career just in Japan. What has he done in the States, to me, to constitute be in any type of Hall of Fame? Because he it, it really, for what it's worth, the all-in show, I would say, would be the exception, and then even some of the AEW, AEW shows, when there were still... <clears throat> when they're still fans. And I'm not trying to gut him in this situation just because of when the pandemic hit. My, my thing is, is I was more mad at how they booked him when AEW started, because I think we've talked about this before. They presented him as if everybody already knew who he was. Much like the Mortal Kombat fans, much like wrestling fans, much like any sphere you get attached to, which let's you know we like me and Casey for example. I'm sure you guys are too. You may be a fan of something, but I think you could go outside your box, outside your echo chamber of of subject subjectiveness, and realize that you have to grab the people that are are not already watching. That's why there's this big debate and such with with viewership. It's like yeah, but you know they're doing this. Amount. I'm like okay, but have they gained more? If you if you're just stagnant, and even with with AEW going unopposed now, they hit 1.4. They dipped a little bit from from week to week of them going unopposed. How long before they get back into 900,000? That's a high number, but that's not maintaining your your basis. You have that to that, that, That's not fans. added
1: to their numbers. Like well, no, and
2: well, it's never gonna, it's never gonna be. The it's never gonna get streaming streaming to that point again. At all. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's streaming. It's all that stuff. I would say, and that's what kills me about you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, AEW if they went up against you know, went up against Raw, you know, you know, they they would destroy them. They might edge him, but they wouldn't be doing like what WCW and WWE were doing back in the day. One's a mm-hmm. four point two, and the other one's. A 3.0, a 3.1. That's a big disparity. a big discrepancy. So you have you have to get you have to garner the people that are not already watching a wrestling be your product. Get that people that always always dipping into the well, which people get on W people get on WWF all the time. There's only one company that've been able to perfectly execute Tyson, and that was Ben's McMahon. And Shaquille O'Neal, Vince McMahon, Snoop Dogg, even Snoop Dogg,
1: yeah.
3: yeah,
2: So I'm just, I'm just saying, like you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna cry foul, you got to. Re- and I'm not saying that they don't try to use said celebrity, but they're thinking that they, they reinvented the wheel with said celebrities. So much like a Kenny Omega, you, you hit us over the head with this is the, the guy from New Japan, the Big Bout Machine. It took us over a year just to get a small semblance of that.
1: And I kind of understand why they waited so long because, you know, they didn't want to like kind of push him towards, you know, the front line go like, oh yeah, since, you know, he's kind of run this company you know he could do whatever he wants to do. You know, I mean, he does whatever he wants to do, but they're kind of, you go like, okay, let's push him towards the back a little bit. Let's make him kind of work at that. But it's like they haven't really built. like I, I like him more in New Japan because like Adam said, like you said, um, it's like they haven't really made me much to care about him here in the, in the United States. Like, like, what has he done much?
2: Well, no, but that, that, that was my thing is that, like, I don't mind if they not necessarily put him to the back, but kind of be – kind of just be – like, not – and not just kind of somewhat blended in. But every time he came on stage, that was the monitor. They think that was the bill. But his first handful of matches, he lost. His first win in AEW was a six-man tag. He lost a Pac. Mm-hmm. He lost to Jericho. I'm like, <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be the greatest wrestler in the world. And he got and he got beat a guy that used to be on WWE TV and another WWE guy who's who's you know uh 10 10 12 years older than him. So anyway, I'll be because like, at least well, in my my instance, because my my dude just showed up. I just wanted I'm just glad you gave us the time to hop on here and just give a little little nugget of, like, tread lightly when it comes to Kenny Omega. I hope eventually how his perception can change. But you you urinated in the face of anybody that has ever been in the business and to anybody that actually takes the business seriously as a viewer. Well,
3: also, to to kind of... As this, as he walks away, what an asshole.
0: He's getting his dinner,
3: what? bro. What a d- I don't care. I don't care.
0: You
2: go to your room.
1: <laughs> I'm in my room. You're not my you real get, dad. You, you get out of your room. You're, you're not my real dad. Um, <laughs> Somebody anyway. call
2: his mama. <laughs>
3: She's only Casey Mama. She on vacation anyway. Like like you were saying, you know, with them.
1: He left.
0: Bye, Adam. Thanks for saying bye. bye. He did. He said he said he was gonna hop off because he had because his dinner was coming. That man hungry. (laughs) No, but what did you say? He's too busy
3: bye, waiting Adam. for Adam. Bye. That's cool. <laughs> I was, was going to make a yeah. specific reference to you, and you just left.
0: Fine. He's. I think he's back, back in the. He's you back then. on the video. Just so, just so you know. So he's he's watching you. He's
3: watching. I know If he's not in the call, it's, it does not. It's not official. So cool, bro. You know, you just you just leave. Just don't even say. Don't even say bye. That's a Justin thing. Are you turning into Justin now? Is that what we're doing right now? Is that what we're turning into Justin? Is that what's going on? Here? Yeah, that was cool. I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm just. I'm disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Anyway, what I was gonna say—a reference that he would understand because y'all ain't watched. Oh,
2: he back. He back.
3: Y'all no, ain't watched the freaking.
2: I will not have my good and silly time, sir.
3: <laughs> but as I was saying before, you just so rudely left. Um, no, like like you were saying with with, with AEW assuming that everyone knew who Kenny Omega was, which is not the case. But there's the there's the opposite of that, where fans don't want and we've talked about this before fans don't want to take the time to get introduced to new wrestlers to new guys it's like you know <clears throat> uh, oh i he's he's just a jobber we we don't want to uh, no who who's this guy who you know who would he ever be and it's like again all of your favorite wrestlers were at that point where nobody knew who they were mm-hmm. um I was going to make the, the, the Mortal Kombat reference with Cole Young, the new character that they just introduced. Everyone's hating on him, but it's like, yes, he's new. But again, at some point, everyone's new. Everything's new. You know, uh, They if they come out with a new video game, a completely new franchise, it's going to be new. It's going to have new characters that you get to know, you know, wrestling. There's going to be new guys coming in. They may be the, the next Brock Lesnar. They may be the next John Cena. They may be the next Randy Orton. If you don't give them the chance, they're never going to get to that point, and you're just going to be living with, oh, well, you know, uh, WWE never doesn't know how to book for the future, or, you know, so-and-so doesn't book for the future. No, it's part of it is you're not giving them a chance to cuz you don't want you don't want to learn who these new guys are. Yeah. And it, it's annoying.
0: Well, well, and supposed uh wrestling fans uh, who who claim to be wrestling fans and hate on every promotion they look at because they don't know who people are because they don't take the time to sit down and watch and learn about the uh, the new characters and new faces that are in front of them. Uh, it's like it's, people
1: it's, watching NXT, you know, and people don't watch NXT; they only watch a main wrestler. And then when they get pulled to main wrestler, they're like who's this guy? Like and they all yeah. of a sudden care about that person. Go, Go yeah. watch NXT, yeah. and like, yeah. but then those again, people, you know,
3: those people are just noobs. <laughs> but but it's you
0: don't <laughs> know <laughs> who Adam Cole is. Come yeah. on now. But it's interesting to me because it's like like think about it, because even with alleged wrestling fans and people who were just wrestling fans because it was popular at the time, uh with the attitude era when Stone Cold and uh The Rock retired, they were like, Well, I guess I'm done with this. And they and you and they didn't because a lot of people missed like the Ruby's Aggression era, which is a really good you know, which I Look on fondly as a really good heir than that a lot of people missed out on because they were so invested in the rock and stone cold that they didn't get in the building of of those stars that they didn't get a chance to build the newer stars and even like uh like some of the some of the guys of today we've talked about how talented the roster is and yes sometimes they are booked horribly and like little children uh but there's a lot of great talent even on the WWE roster or the impact roster or NXT or whatever. Um, you know, whatever roster that you you enjoy watching, there's a lot of great stars on those rosters, but you have to take the time to learn about those characters. And sometimes, yes, it's to the it's down to the company to promote those people as something that's worth me watching every week, too. But um, Casey, Adam, any, any last thoughts before we hop into the uh, review? You guys can say for the review if you'd like, or you can hop out. Whatever you want to do.
2: Well, I was about to join my dinner, and I was completely sullied by this rude gentleman. <laughs> that's usually
3: Love how it.
0: that. That's usually how that happens.
3: Don't pull a Justin and just leave.
0: Adam, I suck up for you. I, I, you did say you were leaving because I mean, your I, I uh, food was here.
2: Pretty much made it clear whatever I said. Like I'll let you guys get to my dinner this year. I just want to make this last point.
1: But apparently,
2: apparently, I have to get permission from Mr. Erickson to say, "Can I please excuse us?
3: <laughs> Can I please have more
2: brew?" <laughs> mm-hmm. you, say it's hell? you
3: don't see that? <laughs> you don't see that? I'm the real. I'm the real host. The real host. You 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 ask me if you can leave the table, okay? You will
2: acknowledge me.
1: You will acknowledge me. You. If you move, if you move, <laughs> I don't know what
3: else to say. <laughs> uh, you'll um, but... Oh, you look.
0: Oh, yeah, but
2: yeah, I I've, I've completed my thoughts. Uh, Casey, may I please be excused so I can get him?
3: Uh, no. Because <laughs> I gotta watch.
2: I gotta watch. I gotta watch um, damn Piper's documentary. I forgot, forgot about that last night.
1: Yep. Me too. I, I, I gotta I, watch it too. Yeah, Lee. Me too.
3: I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> You're such a brat, my God. <laughs>
0: Oh my God. People listening are very confused. But anyway. Yeah, uh, anyway.
2: Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. I'm going to have a dinner now. <laughs> so and enjoy my evening. Farewell. <laughs> a <beautiful>, fatal
0: paddle. <laughs> um, we're going to jump into the uh, three way X Division Championship match between Ace Austin, TJP, and Josh Alexander, Um, which was excellent way to start the show, I might add. Um, I, and I, I expected no, no no less from from these three. Of course, happy that Josh Alexander got the win. I think in terms of like in terms of actual like in ring psychology and and like uh, re- wrestling acumen, I thought this was great. Um, and, and it's funny because people are like Impact has no no big stars. They have no good stars. Have you watched Ace Austin? Have you watched him? Have you heard him talk? Have you watched him at all? Right, have you watched Josh Alexander? He's freaking ridiculous. The man is freaking a uh, freaking beast. TJP is the smoothest wrestler I've ever seen in my life. Okay, maybe not in my life, but you know what I'm saying. You get what <laughs> I'm saying, okay? I love TJP. This match was awesome. X Vision's great. I love it. Glad that Josh Alexander won. I think it's re- I think what they've done with Josh Alexander since uh cinch, since all cinch? ego Ethan. <laughs> Shut up. Since all ego, Ethan Page. Walked a couple uh, blocks down the road to AW. It seems like they have really done a good job of pushing him properly uh, as a singles guy. And he he is, uh, he he's really good. He's freaking awesome. I love him. Um glad that he's ace division champion. I was a little surprised that he won uh, this soon just because Ace Austin just won. And I was even telling Justin last night, like, why didn't they just give him the title before instead of giving it to Ace Austin for two seconds? Uh, which I love ace Austin, but I was expecting a little bit more of a, a deeper run from ace Austin again, but whatever. Um, I'll take it. Josh Alexander w- wins, and I think it's, it's still going to be a good thing to continue to build him. Justin, thoughts on the uh, on the match? I guess uh, Casey's going to be our shadow for the uh, for the video. <laughs> yeah,
1: I thought this was a really good match here, really hot way to kick off the show. Like, there, there were they were this quick paced match here. i you know, I really like the spot where they um. Like, okay, it was TJP, he had Josh Alexander in... What are you about to say? I thought you were going to talk there, Casey. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm
3: just, paint me the picture. Paint me the picture. If paint me the picture. The show, paint me the picture of what happened.
1: Okay, so I like how TJP had um, Josh Alexander and the octopus and DJ's painting over there. Yeah, Paint it all up. Paint it all up, yeah. So TJP had Josh Alexander and the octopus and then... So
3: I have never seen the octopus explain uh,
1: the octopus to uh, It's explain. a submission. It's a submission maneuver. You know, like, you just got you got your leg. Like, I can't. I can't you know, go go, go you check it.
0: got your leg up here and then your knee over there and then your arm over here and then his head up and, here.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. You got all that stuff. And then you had Josh Alexander do the ankle lock onto – it was Ace Austin. So I like how they had that, like, big three-way, like, type of submission going on. That was pretty cool. Um, th- these guys, this has been having some, gr- what's that? I mean, ignore that. him. Ignore him. Just go.
0: Ignore him. Uh,
1: but no, this was a really good match here. Really enjoyed it. And I definitely agree about, agree with you, DJ on how, like why they took the title off of Ace Austin so quickly, because I feel like they've been, fl- I feel like they've been hot potato in this title for so long. Like, but I'm, I'm not mad about, I'm not mad about Josh Alexander winning, but it was a good match, though. I enjoyed it. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. Casey, go check it out right now.
0: Go Is it, it free?
1: Yeah, I mean, you can go watch uh, it for free uh, right now.
0: The highlights are free on YouTube. Because I'm broke. <laughs> the highlights are free on YouTube. Watch wrestling. Um, watch it. <laughs> um, Violent by Design uh, versus Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Stone, and Willie Mack. I'm sure that's going to be something Casey's going to be like, what? Um, Chris Saban uh, cut his hair, which was weird. Um, I, I like the long hair Chris Saban a little bit better, but anyway, um, Violent by Design, which was Diener, Joe Doran, Rhino, and the newly debuting W Morrissey, who is also known as Big Cass. Um, this was good. It was good. Um, it was it was it was enjoyable. I liked the the debut of Big Cass. I thought that was good. He looked great. Um, and I think he fits in with Violent by Design a little bit, or at least as like the hired gun type thing for Violent by Design that he can break off because, of course, uh, Eric Young, got, if I'm not mistaken, from every report I've seen towards ACL. Uh, so he'll be out for at least six months, maybe nine, uh, is what they're saying. So it, it was funny, though, watching Eric Young from the – because he was sitting on the stage watching the match, and he just looked like a WWE uh, video game manager where he every time something bad would happen, he'd be like – Oh no. And then when something good would happen, he'd be like, yeah. I, I don't know why they make managers act like WWE video game managers. But whatever. Casey uh Casey, the act like a video game manager. When something bad happens, he just like that's, that's <laughs> but, accurate. Uh, I, but I I always think that's funny when, when they when they do that. <laughs> but yeah, this match was this match was good. I mean I, I thought it was it was physical. Um I didn't think it was a like a spot fest or anything like that, but I think it did its job in, in terms of slowing down everything a little bit, like cooling everybody off, but also being a, a good match with a, a a nice debut as well. I mean, I, I wouldn't have expected big cast to be the debut uh, if I wouldn't have seen somebody report that it could happen. Um, that's what made me think, especially with EY being hurt that that's what that's the direction that would go, but it, it was good. He, he looks great. I hope Enzo comes in. I, I, I really do. I, I, I want to see Enzo come in and he doesn't have to work with uh, Cass, cast, but he could, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. But um, one thing I was surprised about before I get Justin's thoughts uh, was Jake. Something was not in this match. Uh, I still hope that they do for lack of a better term, something with Jake uh, and Cody to kind of get them back together in uh, a violent by design. Hopefully that's what I'm hoping. I hope they do some sort of double turn, double switch or something and, and add them in, but nonetheless, Justin, what was your thoughts on Violent by Design's victory over uh a bunch of a bunch of guys with no partners? Because Chris Saban, who's in a tag team, was without his partner. Uh, Eddie Ewers, who is notoriously known for being in a tag team, his partner was not here. James Storm, who is of course notoriously known for plenty of tag teams, uh, wasn't here and well, Willie Mack, he, he isn't really in a tag team, but you know. I mean,
1: he's a tag team with Rich Swann. I mean, he does tag up of. with him. Yeah. And also, what the heck, like, why does Willie Mack, his his eyes always look red? Is he is he always smoking something? Like, I feel like he was a smoking something before this match. Like, I, I have no idea. But there's there's actually one graph I have, like, W. Morsi. That's what they want to call him?
0: It's better like, than Willie night.
1: Th- <laughs> <laughs> w. Morsi, like, I wouldn't, find, oh, drop the W, Just call him Morsi. Because I think it's a pretty interesting name. Like what the heck does a W stand for? Wombo William. Mor
0: William. Wombo.
1: <laughs> Wombo <Morrissey. laughs> That's that's his name. No. Uh, but this was a pretty good match. Um, I like how dominant um Morrissey was. I'm just gonna call him Big Cass. I can't I can't call him this. Big Cass. I mean, I like how dominant he was, and after was the match great. I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> And he can't get back in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but this All was. A... Case,
0: you gotta cash up me fifty dollars to get
1: back in. Bam! Oh man, I I see what you're doing there. Straight
0: to the moon. Oh, Straight to the a... moon,
1: baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this was one, this was a good match here. Um, you know, I enjoyed seeing Big Cass's debut here, and like how at the end. How they had big cats, you know, so you know, basically in the ring, and I don't know if they're going to have him officially join Violet by Design, but you know, I wouldn't mind it, and I feel like they're going to make Eric Young kind of be more like an MVP type of, like more of the mouthpiece now since he since he's
0: injured. And but no, I think I, that's one of the pros of Impact though is not having to travel as much because like with with the if you get injured, you don't have to worry about trying to. Travel injured people to the next city, in the next city, in the next city. So, so you can keep them on TV because WWE does struggle with that. Uh, keep people relevant while they're injured, which I think and, is something that should be done.
1: And also another point I want to make: another gripe I have about the show is like I kind of wish they were in a different, like bigger arena. Like I don't know, have the show at Daily's place. Like you can have AW and Impact in the same arena. And you and you can have some fans there also instead of that crowd noise, because I feel like that's what impact is still missing is having a crowd. <laughs>
0: uh, and I'm it, definitely missing. The, I'm missing the crowd.
1: Yeah, that's um, what, that's definitely what I'm missing. I don't know. They should just go somewhere like a different venue to make it feel
0: different. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't know what their restrictions uh, are. Even though. Well, they're only, work- they're only really working with, what, uh, Kenny, and that was pretty much it, and, and I guess Don would, would be over there too. But And then Private um, Party. I mean, oh but I'm talking God. about for this particular show. Oh, yeah, true. true it's been, true. you know, of course, more than two weeks since they worked with Private Party. But um, Brian Myers versus Matt Cardona. I was going to say, Casey, what was your thoughts? But as you can see, he's always giving his thoughts. Uh Justin. Go ahead and go first.
1: This was a this was a really good matcher. You know, I like the spot where Matt Cardona, he hey, we got a comment right here. What's up, Brian? Awesome. Hey, nice nice of you to join the stream, man. Thanks, thanks for joining, brother. Hey, also you did a good review on your channel, also. By the
0: way. Also, Ryan, if if you haven't already, you should like the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash ICW podcast. Uh, I don't it, we don't know who the mom is down here uh, under, underneath us. We, we don't we, we don't know. Uh, he, he's just here for <laughs> random purposes, but continue.
1: No, but I thought this was a pretty good match. I like the spot where it looked like Matt Cardona injured his knee. I, I don't know if it was just a work or if he actually injured his knee, but I like that spot there. And I think they were talking about um, who was it that UFC fighter that broke his leg? Chris uh, Wildman. Yeah, Chris Wildman. I like how they kind of brought that up. I got like, so that's what I thought I got. I thought that was going to be an actual, I thought that was actually real there.
0: Oh, uh, Casey, while you're muted, you should go watch that video um, so we can get your thoughts on it. Uh, anyway.
1: <laughs> no, but I thought this was a gun match. I'm su- kind of surprised that Matt the won this match. So I feel like this feud's going to continue more because I feel like they haven't really built up uh, Matt Carr done in here very much, but no, it, it was a good match. Nonetheless, it, it was, it was a good match though.
0: Okay. Um, moving into, Oh, I didn't get my thoughts real quick. My thoughts <laughs> on this match. Good match. It, it, it was good. I, of course they have chemistry together because, uh, they're pretty much best friends. I'm glad they finally got a chance to get in the ring together. Cause they really haven't in terms of, uh, a match wise, but I, I think the, the um feud has been good. The feud has been exciting, the feud has been fun. Uh and also has it, been enjoyable.
1: And also Brian Myers, he's the bigger edge editor. Like this match was to figure out who's the bigger <laughs> edge. Out. And you know, it's definitely Brian Myers, because I like that promo that they were doing. They did not go.
0: <laughs> they're not gonna give Matt Cardel any wins, I don't think though. <laughs> that boy.
1: But I like that promo that they that they were doing before this match, how, when Brian Myers took off his eyepatch, he was like, I he says something about Stan clearly now, you know, kind of a reference to Edge there. So I thought that was pretty cool. But nonetheless, it you know, both these guys have really good chemistry. It's a good match.
0: All right, Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace versus Fire and Flavor. Um, Fire and Flavor should have survived and won the t- and kept the titles here, uh, and they should have waited a little bit because to me this doesn't make sense. This is one. I mean, the match was good. I mean, Jordan Grace whipped on a uh, on a suicide dive and almost broke her face. But other than that, like the match was good. I think fire and flavor work very well together. The one thing about it, though, that I'm that I'm not a huge fan of is Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering have teamed together. This was the first match. Like there's no like there's no previous. Okay, they've, they they've been a team for years, but Rachel Ellering just came in you know, to impact and that's and that's why there's such a good like you're telling me that Fire and Flavor who've been together for at least a year and a half should lose to Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace on the first match when there's no known chemistry between Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace. That that's what I didn't really understand. You didn't I mean just because you had you had you were having Rachel Ellering debut this night doesn't mean she had to win the title. You could have had Fire and Flavor do something heelish to to win, or or something. You know, like like I, I I would have rather seen that than for this to go the way it did because it just didn't make sense to me in my personal opinion. I don't think it made sense to have Fire and Flavor lose because what has Rachel Ellering and, and Jordan Grace done as a tag team to make me believe that they should win? Uh, mm-hmm. th- th- I mean, Havoc and Nevaeh have done more as a tag team to make me think that they should win as opposed uh, to this, but. Nonetheless, um, well, it's Casey. It's kind of hard to to hear you when you're practically a mom, um, so it's not not really not really not really anything I can do about that. But anyway, um, moving forward, uh, um, what was your
1: no, thoughts thought, on me? I thought this was an match. I mean, the match was a bit shorter than what I wanted it to be, and I definitely agree with you, DJ. Like. You know, for the first time for them tagging up, they just give the titles to the Like, I just don't understand, but I like how they were matching, like, their attires were they were wearing matching attires. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, but the match was just all right to me. I mean, nothing crazy out of this match, a bit repetitive in this match, like, but it, I mean, it was all right. Um, but I want them to bring more tag teams into this knockouts division because I mean, so we got Jordan Grace and Ellery right now. And then we have you know fire and flavor,
0: havoc and um havoc uh, and they broke up. up but but havoc, yeah, they, but havoc and Rosemary are a team now, they are, yeah uh, they, I, on the pre show they had a or, I guess it was the pre show, um uh, or before the impact or whatever they called it um, they had a match with Kimberly and Susan so I guess Kimberly and Susan are technically a tag team too, but yeah you know, so we got you that you never know,
1: and I wanted to bring more of the teams from the. Uh, from what from the tournament that they had uh, back in January, like the Sea Stars, or bring like Renee, Michelle, and bring like Killer
0: Kelly. I mean, we all want to see Renee, Renee, Michelle one more time, at least once, at least one more time. And Killer and Kelly. Casey, I'm, not, I'm not sure, by the way. i not. I'm not uh, I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. No, but I, I thought the match was all right, though. Uh,
0: the Good Brothers versus Finn Juice. Wait, did he ahead, take a uh, match? I think it's oh, the last shoot, man standing match. Yeah, sorry, Fred Miguel and Sammy Callahan. Um, in the last man standing match, the wrench spot was ridiculous, but I want to go to you first on the uh, on the, on the thoughts on this one.
1: Boy, this match was brutal. Like, I love that spot with the table upside down, like where Sammy Callahan put put the legs up. Oh my god, and he suplexed him onto like the one of the legs. Oh, that that was crazy. No, he didn't suplex him. me. bi slammed him. Sorry. That was pretty cool. I also like, uh, was it the suplex off the top rope that they were doing and the table didn't break?
0: Yeah, those were some stiff tables.
1: Yeah, those were some, both tables were pretty stiff. Not gonna lie. And then when the table wouldn't break, the, the leg just all bent over. I like, dude, that just made the move look more devastating. And also, DJ, like you said about the wrench spot, put, when Sam McCallan put the wrench in his mouth, I like, go, like, Man, he, he's about to lose the teethies. He's about to lose the teeth here. He's, he's gonna take he's gonna take out some teeth here. No, but I, I thought that was a pretty cool spot. And also, that was pretty funny when Sam McCallahan tried to bury him under the steps, but the behind the steps, it, it was like a half step, and he went under the ring. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. But the ending, I, I didn't really like the ending with the cutter through the table, like. Sam Mikkel, I mean Trey Miguel, he was just getting beat up during the whole match, and you this that little cutter going through that table just ends it.
0: He did the like, cutter from the from the steel steps through the table.
1: Yeah. But I feel like it could I feel like it could have been could have went a little longer, like they could have done more devastating stuff. But I mean it was a good match. I really enjoyed it. I'm not knocking the uh, match, but it, it was awesome. <laughs>
0: I think they I think they did enough. I mean I, I know we got spoiled with the um <laughs> with the replay of the who was it the Lucha Brothers and uh, the Lucha LAX. Brothers and <laughs> ridiculous. I want match. to see something like that. <laughs> But we definitely don't need to see something like that every time we see a last man standing match because oh the people will be dead. Um wasn't that was twenty nineteen, right? That was twenty nineteen, yeah. Yeah, twenty nineteen was a wild year. Um between Sammy Callahan and Brian Cage in the uh, in the the cage match and that match, there was another crazy match at some point too. Sammy Callahan was power driving everybody and their wives and their mamas. Um, that 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 was a crazy year. Um,
1: you, did you say Sammy Callahan in that Brian Cage match? Yeah, that was a good match from that year. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, Trey McGill and Sammy Callahan. I thought it was good. I I, I liked it. I mean, it, it it was crazy. It was wild. The freaking uh, the freaking wrench spot was ridiculous. Uh, the pile driver onto the steps was good. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime Sammy Callahan does any power driver ever, I'm just like, yep, he's dead. Uh, speaking of, uh, power drivers while I'm on it, the, uh, <laughs> it was funny. Cause in the exhibition title match, Oh, was it the X-Men title match or was it uh the Violent by Design match? I think it was the Violent by Design match when when everybody was hitting J Drillers or was it uh who was it Eddie Edwards? It was a, no, he it was, was
1: the main event where Marvin they the called, J- yeah, called it a Drake yeah it was the main event where he called it a J J-Driller.
0: Okay, this main event. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, I, I thought I thought that was funny. We 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 don't know. We're just gonna let him do whatever he's doing. Um, but there we go. <laughs> it works. It makes it easy. Uh, but <laughs> you
1: know you can uh, meet yourself and talk <laughs> no
0: okay okay anyway um but yeah th- I mean I, I I enjoyed this last minute match it, it was it was really good it w- it was exciting um Trey Miguel won which i think is the right person to win because Sa- sammy's done so much that you know he he's kind of gotten to the point in impact where he's got some. Time to put some people over. I still want another world title run because I took his world title run for granted uh back when he won it. So I I need another uh Sammy Callahan World title run. Thanks, uh k okay, Bye. Um Finn Juice and the Good Brothers. Justin, thoughts on Finn Juice and the Brothers of Good?
1: You know, I was kind of surprised that the good bro- no, the good brothers that they didn't win here. Because I felt like they're not gonna have these championships, like both these talents, in two different companies, because I don't know if they fully signed with Impact. I mean, maybe they probably did, but I'm not sure if they fully signed with them. Well,
2: but I, you know, it, know.
1: I mean, it, it was a solid match. I mean, both these teams, you know, had really good chemistry to ring together. Um, I mean, the DJ love DJ loves the ending of this match, you know, with the roll up. You know, he, he loved that when. Sub uh, man. Impact wrestling slam um, zone. Thanks for joining. Hopefully, Summerverse will have a live crowd. I, you know, I hope so too. I really I really hope so too.
0: Yes, Casey, we hate your comments.
1: <laughs> oh man. Um, but no, DJ, what's your thoughts
0: on this, man? I mean, he's all, this is what's funny about Casey. He's already distracted me enough being in here. And yeah. then he wants to comment to distract me twice. This man. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I I thought this was good. I actually thought this was better than the previous match because I think the Good Brothers, uh, from a chemistry standpoint, worked better with Finjuice in terms of because of the story of the match. Uh, They got a chance to do a little bit more and show a little bit more because the story of the first match was the Good Brothers were this high and mighty team that, you know, couldn't, couldn't do any wrong. They were gonna win. They were shooting the win. You know the veterans and Finn Juice is just the little young boys. But then now the Finjuice Juice are the champions. It, it seems like the Good Boys got a chance to work a little bit more, and and I, and I like that. I, I thought that was good. But um, th- I mean, I it was surprising though that Finn Juice won this match. Uh, it was. It was. It was really surprising that Finjuice Juice won this match because, like I said, I I thought it was gonna be. Finjuice
1: won uh, at Sacrifice, right? Did they my win at Yeah, sacrifice. they did win
0: Whatever it at Sacrifice. Was, I can't remember. They, they just had Hardcore Justice, and it's like living rent-free in my mind as a pay-per-view right now. <laughs> but, but they just won at Sacrifice, and I thought it was going to kind of be, oh, you know, surprise, 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 and then the Good Brothers win it right back. That's what I was thinking, but nonetheless. Um, Finjuice retains. I don't know if they're going back to Japan, and they're going to take them back for another month or whatever. But who knows? Uh, so I mean, but I think it adds some intrigue. Uh, I definitely think it adds some intrigue because I'm I'm wondering about the tag team division right now for Impact. When I think about it, uh, and there's not a lot there. With um, the Rascals gone now. Um, I mean, so
1: you got tri- you got Triple X over there,
0: which they you have got, done nothing with. You got they broke up the Deaners, which was unfortunate.
1: You got violent by design.
0: Rhino and uh, Slater. Are no, are no more right now, just because Slater's hurt. So, yeah, uh, so, when
1: Finchu loses the title, I see Violet by, the, by the Design taking the title from them or Bear Guns. I could I could see that. I did forget I about beer my, Guns. Bear Guns, yes. I you know I wonder when um, not Chris Saban, uh, Alex Shelley is coming back. I mean, he's That's just so injury prone. I have I no know, idea. I
0: remember, he said he wasn't injured, so I wonder what's wrong with him. That's what's getting no me. Idea. Like he, you know, because he, because he stepped away at that pay per view, and then that was it. And then I don't like. I, I wonder what's wrong with him. That, that's what I'm curious about. Like, of course, I hope he's okay, but I also wonder kind of what's wrong with him too. But uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I can I, I, I can see that. You know, Violent by Design will be a good one. I still I still want a real tag team in Violent by Design though. Like I still mm-hmm. like I think it would just make because right now they're just a bunch of individuals that you put together, you know, because of uh the, the poison or whatever EY possesses to get these people to do what he wants. So like I think it would make sense, like we said before, to have Jake join violent by design in some way. Uh maybe they kick Rhino out. I don't care, it doesn't matter. Um well,
1: or eventually really when big. Or Eventually, when um Heath Slater comes back, you know, you have Rhino churn on Violent by Design. Because, like, hey, yeah. you know, if you can't beat him, if you can't beat him, you join him.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I would, I mean, I'd almost like to see like Rhino turn on Violent by Design when Heath com- comes back because it makes sense. And then have, uh you know, like have Jake come back in and say, hey, you know, this this is my cousin and I'm st- I'm sticking with him and you know it like you said you can't beat him join them and I think that I think that makes sense I, I mean I, I would like to see it because I would like to see the Deeners be kind of more of a darker team and get that tan that Casey uh likes to see from his darker teams um but nonetheless the uh impact knockouts title match toil Dashwood versus Deanna parazo very good match um very good it definitely makes you feel like Tania is really starting to, to find herself again, uh, which is good. Cause she's been kind of just, and even, uh, even. Okay. <laughs> sorry, that's, that's
1: a, you, you get kicked out for that.
0: <laughs> but it, even, even, I think Justin said it last night uh, when we were talking about this, he He was like, you know, she's kind of just, even in the preview I think it was, he he was like, you know, she's kind of just been bouncing around from view to view, random thing.
1: DJ? I I guess his internet crap down on him right now. But no, I thought this was a, uh, I guess I'll get my thoughts on this match. I thought this was a really good match here. And like, okay, so what I was talking about last night, I felt like that to the best, she was just like bouncing around to like different type of views. Like she was trying to be in a tight team with people, you know, and then she was, people were trying to take her seriously, but it's like, I'm happy that they're actually giving her more of an opportunity now go for the title. Cause she's a really good wrestler. And I feel like, uh, last night. <laughs> what's that? Can you sit? Oh, God. Okay, then. Hey, Casey, talk about this. Talk talk a little bit, Casey.
3: Maybe if you'd show my comments, you jerk. <laughs> talk a little bit. These comments, and you ain't showing Not what? <laughs> it's Tava time, baby. Tava time, baby.
1: Man. Technical difficulties right here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Yes, welcome to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast. The only podcast that's always in an Classic. And I mean always. <laughs> Lord. Good Lord. Okay, so. Yeah, but I thought this match was. Uh, this match was really good here, though. Uh, let me get back to my notes here. Yeah, I like how the chemistry that they had in the ring together. Um, you know, Deanna Purrazza working on Tenille Dashwood's arm in this match, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, but oh, this this was pretty good stuff. And Tenille Dashwood, I'm happy. You know, I don't like how we had some interference in this match. Also, I wasn't the biggest fan of like Tarp time <laughs> Jeepers. <laughs> this man's my, uh, DJ, my go ahead.
0: Power went out. For kicks and giggles, Uh, my my power went out, so I'm on my phone now. So here we are. Um, But, yeah, I I, I can't remember what I was saying. I I think I was talking about how Tennille Dashwood had – You were talking about how
3: it's Tarver time. I wasn't.
0: Um, But I I was talking about how (laughs) – Oh, God. I just (laughs) – this point without any reference to michael mother anyway um i you you remember that time though casey that i reached out to him for music and he wouldn't let me use it that's why i hate him so much more now hey anyway
3: um i feel like you never did that
0: (laughs) i did i was like I, i was like uh I hate this man, but I'm but he makes music now, so I was like, maybe he'll let me use his music. But anyway, um,
3: no, if you did, you did that, you would have asked him for an interview.
0: <laughs> I, I can't remember if I asked him for an interview. I don't remember. I think I was too blind by my hatred of, of that I was asking, asking asking him for anything.
2: Anyway, my, um, Michael Tarver, why were you the worst person in
0: Nexus? <laughs> <laughs> but like. I think Tenille's finally finding herself again, which I think is good because uh, mm-hmm. I, I like I like this character that she has because it's almost a mix of her little goofy Emma character and uh, her new heel Emma Lucius. character. Yeah, like like, and I, I think it it meshes them both very well. It meshes
1: them both both very well. So, yeah, so. I I agree you he, he, he
2: made such he made such a good point he's stunned.
1: <laughs> uh, so Adam, you should keep your day job, Adam.
3: The important thing, uh did, did you guys Shut your good. pie hole. Oh here we go.
0: my internet is reconnecting now because the power went out. So uh, Do you guys listen to Chelsea
3: Green's podcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. But, but um, I <laughs> I do think that uh, Tanil was finding her way, and I like that Deanna survived though, because it's kind of like the Rachel Ellering thing uh, from earlier. Like, Tanee was great, but to Impact fans who may not, who may be exclusively watch Impact, they may not know, you know, who Tanil Dashwood is. So until you promote her. To the audience, I, I think I think it's smart to promote her to the audience before you give mm-hmm. her the title. Uh, unlike they so, did with Rachel Ellering earlier, where they just kind of debuted her and gave her the title, and we're supposed to believe that they're a good tag team uh, because logic. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not, I'm no. not excited about it, but still. So, so it's a no. But no. What have for the queen? What are you saying? Have I listened to it, or are you just promoting it? Both,
3: oh. I'm trying to get it on an actual good
1: podcast
3: w- without jerks. Chelsea, we'll probably get to, Dale,
1: to Dale versus Taylor Wilde that's anniversary. That would I feel like Taylor Wilde. she's gonna go. I don't know what they're. I mean, I saw you know, after she came out and attacked Diana. after that, I'm happy to see Taylor Wilde back. That's pretty cool. Um, you know, I really yeah. wasn't expecting her to be the one that's going to be returning stuff, but hey, you know, I feel like the women's yeah, division I, I is doing pretty so, good. Too.
0: Uh, in terms of the, uh, main event, how, I mean, I know we talked a good bit about it. Am I, le- am I leaving again? I think I'm leaving again.
1: Rip. No, no, you're still here.
0: No, he's there.
1: You're good. Darn it. Uh, thoughts right, on the main I'm event, back? though? You're back. You've been here.
0: No, thoughts, 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 on the, thoughts on the main event? That's weird that that went out. My internet on my computer is fine. Hey, hey, hey,
1: anyway.
3: Hey, DJ, are you upset that you have to go through the whole episode and, and bleep out all of the uh, accidental cussing so you can... <laughs> you? All
1: right, we can also do this.
0: Hey! I think that works even better.
1: Uh, you yeah, know, I feel but, like our viewers are gonna go up after we take Casey out of here. <laughs>
0: <definitely>. Um, but <laughs> for for the main event, for for the the parts that I guess we didn't really talk about uh, as much earlier, I thought the match was good, except for the couple of botches. But I can overlook a couple of botches to to say it was was a good match. I mean, nah, they be yeah. Everybody, everybody was saying that Rich was gassed. I don't. I mean, I don't even think he was that gassed. Like I think they were just trying to put Kenny over so much um, that they were discrediting Rich Swan. Uh, I, I will
2: say this: the clips I've seen, Rich was definitely gassed the last like eight minutes of that match.
0: Yeah, I, because I, I, I really, I, I didn't attribute to, to I didn't attribute it to him being gassed. I thought he was just selling and halfway dead at that point. Uh, from trying to do all the ridiculous things they were trying to do, but I mean, I, I thought I thought it was good. I mean, even him, even with him being gassed, I think I think it made it, it helped the match and the storytelling of how tiring the match was too, because uh, he probably really, uh, really did just lay down on the <laughs> the last one wing angel. <laughs> I mean, uh, V trigger. I mean, uh, but I mean, like I said, I thought the match was good. A couple of botches were unfortunate and kind of wish that it, it would have would have been went a little bit better this was not as good as Moose versus Rich uh Moose versus Rich was ridiculous um and, and 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 I was telling Justin this as well I'm glad that Moose didn't win the titles because if Moose would have lost to Kenny Omega and lost all of his team because of Kenny freaking Omega I, I would have been sick <laughs> I, I, I would I would have been sick um but Nonetheless, what was your thoughts on the main event, unless you already gave them? Because I I, kind of no, I, I have
1: a good No, I thought this match was really good. And, you know, I could set aside those botches that happened. And it's like, I understand, you know, these guys haven't worked very much in the rent together. But the stuff that they were doing pretty good, it, it, was, a, it was a good match. Um even the stuff when they had the whole sh- um, shenanigans with the whole referees, both referees out there. They had an impact referee, and they had, a, you know, they had uh, who's the AW referee? What's her name again? Uh her name's blank. Aubrey my Edwards. Right Aubrey Edwards. Yeah, they had her out there. You know, I like when uh, Rich. I like when Rich Swan. There
0: we go. I I like,
1: Hello. <laughs> I like it's when, easier to
0: be on my computer.
1: I like when Kenny Omega pulled um, Rich Swan. No, 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 pulled uh, Brian Hebner, and he took that cutter. That was nice. Um, I, we saw a whole bunch of V triggers. I mean, a whole bunch like seven billion V triggers in this match.
0: Um, and I was hoping it's to Kenny's see best <laughs> it's Kenny's best move. It's best move. It's it's, it's so, so <laughs> different Seven seven moves of Doom. V trigger. V trigger. V trigger.
2: Did you just say seven move doom? <laughs> seven moves of doom. Wait, I, I, I will. I, let me ask you this. Let me, I did not see this part. Did he do his traditional fireman's carry, rolling rolling slam? Yes, it, yes, it, yes. Of, he did. Did he actually hit it?
1: Yes, he did. Hit it. Yes.
2: Oh my God. It's like three out of eight million tries.
1: Because <laughs> no, he always had- says,
2: You. Can't escape. You can't land this move.
1: You know, I was kind of hoping to see a um, when Kenya Omega was going for the one wing angel. I was hoping to see like a poison rana or something or something crazy go down, like especially I off think, the top rope.
0: If Rich was really so tired, I think I think he was too tired to pull it off. Honestly, true. Um, I, I if because because if he was as tired as. Everybody is saying that he was. And, of course, Adam uh, physically saw it. I would think that he probably was too tired to pull that off well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, because I, I think they were th- – because as many times as Kenny went for it, I think they were thinking about it. Like, they were considering it.
3: I
2: mean, oh. Goldberg, Goldberg was concussed, and he still to try to give the Undertaker a jackhammer and then dumped him on his ass.
1: And also, what was a, what was that cameraman doing during this match? Maybe that's a bad camera work in this match, also. It was pretty bad. Like, I that don't camera... know
0: what the, 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 camera, <laughs> the, the main camera guy that they kept going to on he the.
1: He or something at one point. I,
0: like, it was filled with the steps, and it was hilarious. I was like, who is this man? Is he drunk? <laughs> Somebody. One thing.
3: One thing I will add uh, to to counter what now you read comments. I make comments. They don't read them. Don't read them at all. I post comments. Don't read them at all. Other we read
1: most them. of them. I mean, I was reading them, but we weren't putting them on here. I mean, you could have talked. You could have told us your feelings, but you just wanted to type. <laughs> <I> wanted
2: to- <laughs> to Justin, you're an IGP. You're not a young boy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are um, an
3: ICWP young boy. <laughs> anyway, as uh, the ICWP young boy said, uh, that I want to counter, I think when you get to the point or, or the point that AEW wants you to believe that these guys are at, especially Kenny Omega,
1: mm-hmm.
3: it shouldn't matter who you're in the room with. You should be able to work with anyone when you're at that level. So I don't give them that much of an excuse of oh they haven't worked together that much. I, when you get to that point, you should be able to work with anybody, especially if you're as good as they want you to believe that Kenny Omega is. And I'm not saying that he's not, but you know you should be able to work with whoever. Uh, that's why when you you know you're earlier in your career, you want to get out, you want to work with different people, you want to you know, experience different styles and try to work with different people of different styles so that when you, you know, you get better and better, you can work with people, you know, doesn't matter what their style is, doesn't matter who they are. Um, So I kind of don't give them that that excuse of, oh, well, they haven't worked together. I, I just think Kenny Omega doesn't care anymore.
0: Do you think they didn't go over this match enough? But why
2: should it matter? It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. You just go out and you just you just win it.
1: Uh, so I kind of wish they built this matchup better on AEW television. The only place they were building this up was on Impact.
0: I don't. And Adam, I don't know if you heard or, or Casey. I don't know if either of you heard my point on on that. That it really didn't make any sense. Uh, it really didn't make any sense for Kenny to win this match because if Kenny shows up with the Impact World Title on AEW and they ain't said a dang on word about it, AEW fans are gonna be like, "Wait, what? Kenny Omega?
2: <laughs> Kenny Omega is not Ultimo Dragon, where he has the Ken, seventeen thousand belts wrapped around." Him. Kenny
1: Omega four belts actually, because he holds the Impact titles now. Okay, he holds AEW Championship. And he also holds the he also holds the triple the title. as
0: title. Ah! A's <laughs> title.
1: But
3: didn't, yeah. didn't the twenty four seven championship get more ratings? I'm just saying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, and
2: oh, no, that, that's, not an, that's not an exaggeration. It legit has has more more and- profitability and more viewership than their title.
1: And also, I really enjoyed uh, Marvinallo on commentary. Like, I hope they keep him around. Like, take Marvinallo and, and
0: Matt Stryker! please. Cal-
1: Marvinallo could
3: commentate someone eating a sandwich, and I would be into it. Look at and him put Don Callis those
1: croutons. Oh my God, Mamma Mia! <laughs> <laughs> and then put Don Callis on commentary with him.
2: Let's check it out, Listen, that, that's right. Get. Pass him the dressing. Pass him that
1: dressing. Pass him. The I him. mean, he could sell this door right beside me. And I think I'm not
0: frozen. Um, I <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I, I I love Morrow too. I I, I hope that Impact hires him uh, because I I think he's just great. I mean, he's great with voiceovers. He's great with uh, commentary. He's he's just just he's just great. And, and like what I love about Morrow is I I. Morrow's one of those guys who like, even if he didn't care, he'd give you everything that he had. And you but you know he cares. It's obvious that he cares. But if he didn't, he's you know, he, he's like the customer service guy who you know he's I should say the waiter. He's the waiter <laughs> that comes to your table and smiles at you every time because he, he may not love his job, but dang on he's gonna give everything <laughs> he has every single time. I was, gonna, gonna, get say, that tip. I was gonna say, I You I, got you I, gotta let me get to the point.
2: I want I want Rinaldo as a customer service ah. That's right, Google it, kids. I'm gonna help you out with whatever problem you got right now. Oh my God, Maravilla!
3: Oh Lord, <laughs> um, did you but, um, did you turn it on? Um, it's smoking. It's in fuego. <laughs>
2: Somebody suicide, Mama mia! I'm just ordering a pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but any any final thoughts on uh, Rebellion, Justin?
1: No, I thought this was a good show. And if I had to rate the show out of five, we uh, got their comment here. Uh, Marvinello and Don Don West would be epic. Oh yeah, Don West. I wish they would no, bring him back. No. No, it would just be yelling. It would just
2: be yelling. But Don West, I love Don West, but he, he didn't know. He didn't know crap from apple butter about professional wrestling.
1: <laughs> just be yelling the whole time. <laughs> That's funny. No, but if I had to rate this show out of five... Just an entire
3: show of yelling!
1: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Top Suicida! Oh my god! Mamma mia! <laughs> During commercials, Top Suicida. One Wolverine Angel! Wolverine Angel! Wait, that's a different don. That's Ether Don. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, we, also,
3: we also need Snoop Dogg. Give me my money. Give me my. Oh wait, no, that wasn't a rigged fight. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, but if I had to rate this show out of five, I'd probably give it uh, probably a good four, four and a half, maybe. And the best match of the show was probably um, hell. I'll give it to the Sam Callahan and Trey Miguel match. I think that's the best match tonight for me. What about you, DJ? Uh,
0: best match of the night was the opening match. No, 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 no. Best match of the night was probably Deanna Perazzo and uh, Tenille Dashwood for me. I I, I really enjoyed that match. Um, the I, opening I think, match was good. Really-
3: uh, for me, uh, the match of the night was the uh, the, uh, the the death match between uh, uh, the This the, is why we don't like anything.
0: This is why and, and, this, and this is, is the movie. reason.
3: Um, and, and it's a close. Close second hey, uh, next
0: time remind me not to invite Casey. Thanks. Bye.
3: Close second was James Ellsworth uh versus Enzo in the last man.
0: What were you saying? <laughs> what were you, you <laughs> saying? Um th- thank you. Don't even add it back in. Just just leave it. Because he'll he'll never stop. He'll he'll make up matches all night. <laughs> he really will. <laughs> He's gonna be in the next match was the match managed by CRO O'Malley. Um anyway. <laughs> um but Anyway, for me, I'll I'd probably say this show was a. I'd probably say this show was a. I don't know of three point five because I don't think it was as good as a uh, sacrifice, but it was still good. It was still good. I, actually, if I gave, I think I gave sacrifice four point five, so I'll give it a four. I guess uh, I, I'll I'll do that. Um, impact slam zone, impact wrestling slam zone's gotta match the light. Violent by design match. Second will be X that's solid. I, I thought the Battle by B- B- um, B- uh, Design match was really good. Um, I-, I-, I really did. A lot of stuff going on in that match. In case doesn't cry real tears. Because uh, <laughs> he-, he looks like he's about to. Um, yeah. <laughs> as you, as always. Uh, I
3: just wanted to talk about the epic confrontation between Doink the Clown <rewarded> and Crush.
2: Oh <laughing> and Crush.
3: <laughs> <and Krush。laughs> <laughs> <And Krush>. Okay. <laughs>
2: That's all I
3: wanted. He knocked That's him out with a fake arm. Come on. Come on, Lance. Yellow. <laughs> uh yellow. I don't know
0: what else to say. <laughs> Good boy. Um, but, as always, if you want to uh listen to us, there's Google Is a banana on my belly? <laughs> if you want to listen to us, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Below as you can see. You've seen it the whole show. If you haven't taken note of it uh before, but it, it is there, you can listen to us as well. Um, yes, Justin.
1: And I just want to thank everybody for watching this crazy show here. You know, I just want to thank Ryan Awesome, which you know he Welcome. is indeed awesome. Thanks for watching the show. And Impact Wrestling play. Slam Zone. Thanks for watching yeah. the
0: show also. Shout out appreciate to uh, that, that Casey Erickson guy too as well. He's a good guy. And um, also, dude, this Adam,
3: is Adam,
0: Adam, Adam, Sagai. Segay. Um, shout out to Isn't him. He's
3: the same uh, yeah. by the way. Just, I was. I was. I really was. Uh,
1: Adam
0: Saggy. Adam, Adam, uh, he's, Saggy. <laughs> oh, don't, man. Don't you? Anyway, don't you? Um, uh, appreciate everybody for coming by, <laughs> as always. Um, uh, Thanks, Casey and Adam, for giving your input uh, too um, on, on kind of some Are you sure? things. So, Are you sure? uh, well, <laughs> it's not some sometimes, uh, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, next uh, video that will be on the—I don't know if it'll be on Justin's channel too, but I know it'll be on the uh, Facebook page wow. for the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast. Will probably be uh, the A and E documentary discussion at some point this week. Uh, I'm not sure if we're talking we're about tonight. We're not. Um, I thought. <laughs> what is <jerk>? sure? <laughs> well, if you didn't make this show go an hour and a half, we probably could have pulled it off. But you named off matches. I know for it's only eleven minutes. forty-six. We can do it. No, no, Thirty minutes. It. Uh, but anyway, uh, definitely hope you guys enjoyed as always. Uh, that'll be the next video that we do. Nonetheless, none. Gonna next. Nonetheless. We're gonna
3: do it next. We'll have it up for you tonight.
0: <laughs> don't, don't hold your breath <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next video definitely hope you guys enjoyed until next time this was the instant classic wrestling podcast the only podcast that is always and I mean always he means always Casey in his absence I don't know where it went uh means always <laughs> thank you I just bring it back an instant classic
3: it's gonna be out real soon real soon tonight